Hello, friends. Welcome to Find Hope, Live Well, a show about doing small things to make big changes in your life. I'm Grant Stenzel. My goal is to help you regain hope and walk with you down the path of healing. Through my experience as a licensed clinical professional counselor and former pastor, I enjoy helping individuals and families navigate through mental health issues. On today's episode, we're going to talk about when your adult children just won't leave home. There's no greater role you've played in your life than that of mom or dad. You love your children more than words could ever express, and you'd give anything to support them and be there for them with anything and everything that they may need in this world. But what you don't foresee when looking into the eyes of your newborn years ago is that giving them anything and everything would last for years, many years, through college, after college. You didn't imagine a 20 or 30-something still would be taking up space on your couch, filling your basement with all their earthly possessions and eating you out of house and home. You find yourself feeling guilty, confused, and questioning. Just at what point will they, or should they, leave? Years ago, I had to sit down with my kids the conversation was brief. First, I told my son he was moving out of the house and getting his own place on September 1st, 2019. Then I let my daughter know she was on her own on September 1st, 2023. Why September 1st? It was a few months after the respective college graduations. September 1st, kids, mark it on your calendar. You're out of here. I love both of you so much. I'm in awe of who you've become. Please drop by anytime. Do not forget to call, but you're getting your own address. That conversation may sound callous, may sound mean, but believe me on this one, it was one of the most loving things I could do for my kids. And by the way, it sure beats the alternative. All over the country, 20-somethings and 30-somethings are still living at home. And why not? Their bills are covered, they do hardly any chores, and their free time is spent ingesting food, entertainment, and substances they desire. Can you blame them? Their parents do everything for them. A job? Nah. Responsibility? Please. It's all taken care of. There are exceptions, of course. Some kids have disabilities, illnesses, or addictions that require them to live with their parents as adults. But most of these full-grown adults suffer from a clear case of failure-to-launch syndrome. And the surprising thing is they're often not the ones to blame. It's a difficult truth. Parents are typically responsible. Some parents worry endlessly about their children. If she lived on her own, she wouldn't make it, they think. Drugs, alcohol, death. No, thank you. She'll stay here. Other parents want their adult children around. An empty house is essentially their worst nightmare. They've devoted the prime of their adulthood to their kids, so if they flew the coop, why now? Often, their entire identity is wrapped up in their offspring. Coming to terms with that is a scary prospect. Finally, many parents just want their kids out of the house. Like yesterday. Enough is enough. The problem is, they're in a massive rut that took decades to carve. They've done everything for their children since birth. Problem? I'll solve it. Homework? I'll do it. Chores, jobs, life skills? Oh, honey, don't worry about that. Leave it to us. 
My generation makes fun of millennials all the time, but we're the ones who created them. So who's really to blame? What is the message you're sending to your child if you don't ask them for responsibility or rent? When you just take care of them, no questions asked. Is that unconditional love? Maybe. But I'd argue it sends the signal to your children you don't believe they're able to do life on their own. Their self-esteem takes a hit and they fall deeper into their reliance on you and become less likely to leave the nest. When those roots are planted, they're deep. It can take months of dedicated work to finally move them out of the house. But if you're serious about giving them, and yourself, some wonderful independence, here's what you need to do. Step one, the talk. Drop the ultimatum. You have one year to move out. Now, what we want to do with the talk is be careful. Is you don't want to go too long. You don't want a long lecture. You don't want to blame. You don't want to cause shame. You don't want to get into why that they haven't moved out. You simply want to say you have one year to move out and we're going to help you figure out how to do that. Step two, the plan. Tell them how they'll get there with more responsibility and more deadlines. You're going to help them be accountable for each step of helping them create independence and move out of the house. Step three, the deliverables. Some possibilities include you apply for five jobs per week. You will pay rent. You will do yard work, dishes, and take out the trash. You will cook breakfast and dinner on Wednesdays. Now notice I mentioned all things that can be measured and can be done. I did not say you will get a job in three weeks because someone may or may not be able to get a job in three weeks, but you can measure and definitely do is apply for three jobs or apply for five jobs. So we want to talk about the actions that they are responsible for. They can't land a job, but they can send out resumes. They can go on interviews. Step four, let them do it. They may whine, they may gripe, they may fail, they may regress. Don't step in and do the work for them. Do not waver, be strong. Stick to the move out date and stick to the deliverables you established. We want to believe in our children and we want our children to believe in themselves. And when we have a lack of expectations, we are communicated that we don't believe in them. But when we have clear cut expectations, we are showing we believe in them and we believe they can do this. I've seen these steps work with clients. I had a couple that I used to counsel that had a 30-something-year-old in their basement. And we walked through the steps they needed to do with their son. They had the talk, explained their expectations, and it went way better than they thought. They were all scared. They were all nervous. Um, I think in many ways the son felt respected and felt cared for that they had put boundaries down. They had a plan that they were going to talk about. They explained what he needed to do. They explained, you know, he needed to apply for a certain amount of jobs, you know, and they saw him struggle and they saw him get better, but he was able to move out and be successful and they're enjoying their retirement and he is now uh, enjoying being gainfully employed. Setting healthy expectations for your child is one of the most powerful ways you can show your child how much you care. I recommend that parents begin preparing their children as they reach adolescence. 
Talk with them about budgeting. Include them in household responsibilities. Decrease your responsibility for their laundry, cleaning up the room, etc. Have them prepare food from time to time. Take practical steps to prepare them for living on their own. This will allow for a much smoother flight when it's time to go. They may not appreciate it in the moment. In fact, they may fight it, but they will thank you in the future. That's going to do it for today's episode. Visit stenzoclinical.com backslash news for helpful tips on parenting, relationships, managing anxiety, battling depression, and more. You can also find us on social media with the handle at stenzoclinical. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to leave a review. As always, thank you for listening.